Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. What a fantastic day at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway today. We'll talk about that later on this hour with Mark Jaynes. But before we do that, man, to catch you up on a very, very busy day in sports. Got the best talking about what's going on. He is the star of the show. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, thank you so much. What a day it was at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. A record 87 qualifying attempts on day one of quals. Nobody has ever taken to the track more as a combined unit than today. We know what will be the Fast 12 shootout tomorrow, but at the top of this Fast 12, a wreck couple record breakers. Felix Rosenquist, the best of the day, 233.947. That beat out his teammate Alexander Rossi. It was set early in the morning for Rossi, 233.528. That held in first place for most of the day. We thought it would carry into the evening. It did not until Rosenquist took his run. Felix Rosenquist, a top three qualifying four-lap average ever. Alexander Rossi, a top five four-lap average in qualifying ever as well. We've seen three of the top five qualifying runs in the last two years. Scott Dixon last year, Felix Rosenquist this year, Alex Rossi this year as well. Alex Pillow was at 233.398 in third. He's followed by Renus VK, Scott Dixon, Tony Kanan, Takuma Sato, Pato Award, Santino Ferrucci, Marcus Erickson, the rookie Benjamin Peterson, and Will Power. Now, looking at this, both of A.J. Foyt racing cars are in there in Ferrucci and Peterson, but just looking beyond the four-lap averages, Renus VK, you could have gotten him at plus 3,000 to win this race just a matter of days ago, he's going to start in the top 12 and compete for the pole. Takuma Sato, plus 1,800 to win the race just a couple of days ago. Santino Ferrucci, who has ran in four Indy 500s and has four top 10 finishes, you could have gotten him at, wait for it, plus 7,500 with the bet just a couple of days ago. So the Fast 12 shootout will, of course, turn into the Fast 6 a little bit later on in the day tomorrow. The last row shootout is going to be between four drivers. Three of them are Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing Machines. Graham Ray Hall, Christian Lungard, and Jack Harvey, joined by Sting Ray Rob. That's a battle of four drivers for three spots. Other notables with spots 13 through 30 determined today. Ed Carpenter will start 13th. He was just out of the Fast 12. The rookie Kyle Kirkwood, 15th. Joseph Newgarden, 17th. He was actually in 16th. Tried it again. He actually went in the priority lane, which means he had to drop his prior time. Went again, lost a spot. The 2014 Indy 500 champ, Ryan hunter Ray, 18th. Elio Castroneves will begin 20th. Colton Herta will start 21st. Callum Eilat, 28th. Eilat, remember, he needed a brand new chassis put on his car. Eilat, incredible. They did that overnight. He was on the track today, and he qualifies for the race. And R.C. Enerson from Able Motorsports will start 29th. Let's check in on some Major League Baseball scores. The Phillies hammered the Cubs today 12-3. It was the White Sox over the Royals 5-1. 
In 10 innings, Orioles 6, Blue Jays 5. The Nationals over the Tigers 5-2. It was the Pirates falling to the Diamondbacks 4-3. Rays get the best of the Brewers 8-4. Yankees over the Reds 7-4 in Cincy in 10 innings. The Cardinals edge the Dodgers 6-5. And the Guardians and the Mets were postponed today. In the NBA playoffs, Game 3, Nuggets and Lakers. Denver maintains a 66-63 lead. Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Final in the NHL, the Florida Panthers won, the Carolina Hurricanes won, heading to the third period. Minor League Baseball doubleheader today, Indianapolis Indians, Iowa Cubs. Kyle Hendricks got the Game 1 start for Iowa. Indianapolis won Game 1, or Iowa Cubs won Game 1-2-1. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Wrapping up Season 29 next weekend. Glad you're with us. You need to be with us next weekend. I'll be back. I'm going to take a couple months off, try to heal up, get a little bit better physically, and head into Season 30 on uh, August the 4th. Brendan King, what's going on, brother? What's up, Coach? Hanging out. Just hanging out in Franklin talking to my friends about sports it's a great way to spend a saturday night quite frankly it is absolutely i mean nothing better especially what's going on what's going on in the nba yeah what's happening nba wide i know we got a lot of track talk and we got you know a lot of racing i understand that catch me up on what's going on in the nba tonight are we playing tonight yeah coach western conference finals game three third quarter eight minutes to go denver 66 lakers 63 jamal murray's already got 30 points for denver again that's already in the third quarter anthony davis 21 and 14 already for the lake show lake show needs to win or they're in deep trouble i think uh that's not a, a, a great revelation for everybody but um yeah it's this is this is really really good who's playing tomorrow anybody playing tomorrow well let's check the old schedule coach you know i don't follow the nba as close as i do other i might things. pull myself away from the i might pull myself away from the pool long enough to watch a little ball don't you think yeah it's not a bad way to do it tomorrow game three celtics heat in miami of course miami has taken the first two of that series they beat boston twice up in New England, 8.30 start right. on TNT tomorrow. So you are going to be well inside from the pool uh, by that point. So you'll be drying off. Phew. Yeah, well, you never, you know what? You never know. I've decided to be a part owner of uh, of Vectran right now. I mean, I'm going to own the gas company <laughs> with my heating bill. <laughs> I thought I learned I thought I learned that lesson years ago when we had it built, but I, I guess I haven't. I've... I haven't been as diligent about it. All right, so tell me, uh, at the track today, it just literally had to be one car on the track at, at all times, right? Yeah. There's somebody out there for the entire day, it sounds like. Yeah, there were very few periods of time where there was nobody in each line. Again, for those that weren't listening, of course, there are two options on Saturday qualifying. There's the priority lane, there's the secondary lane. We've already explained what exactly happens in each. But I can only think of one time today, Coach, maybe for a matter of three or four minutes, that there was not a car in either lane. Because, as I told you, I was hanging in pit lane for you know 20 or so minutes today, and you, know, you walk through pit lane, mm-hmm. and you see car after car after car after car. And I was like, man, I-, I need to count how many people are in this secondary lane line. And I counted at one point 17 cars deep, Coach, 
It looked like a fast food restaurant that just opened, and the community really? went to go try it. No, it it looked like the whole community went to go try a brand new restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, um, oh, you, you got a, got a format. They tinkered obviously with the format over the years, and got it. I recall when I was a kid, uh, we would always go to the track on the Sunday, last Sunday of the qualifications on Bump Day. And I thought that was a fantastic experience, quite frankly. And um, this, you know, they talk about the drama, drama and excitement. Um, I'm, you know, you've got to have, you got to have confidence in your team, confidence in your equipment to have a decent time and be upset by, you know, being, you know, uh, in the third row or fourth row or feeling that you can go much faster and pull it out of line and go. That, um, a lot, a lot of tension, I would think, in in the uh, pit area when those decisions are made, and especially when you put the car out on the track for qualification. Yeah, can you actually explain to me? So, I was working with Mike Thompson and Scott Agnes and Kurt Darling on the post qual show on the fan today, and you know, Mike said something similar. Mike said when he was growing up, bump day was the thing to be at, almost as much as. Uh, finishing up Qualls Day. So can you, why was Bump oh, yeah. Day, why was that such a big deal back in the day? Last day of qualification. It was always a Sunday. I mean, I, I was there the year, Herdebees Her- won 150. That's way back in the day. So literally, you've got the field set. And so, you know, you, you had two full weekends of qualifications. And then that, that Sunday is is Bump Day. So, you know, you may have qualified in the first weekend and, uh you know, find, find yourself on, on that last day uh, being out. Now you got to scramble to get back in. Uh, and so the drama, uh, it happened all the time. It was, it was fun. It was, it was just, it was a huge crowd, those kinds of things too. All right, Brendan King, thank you so much. Hang in. We'll be back. We got to go to you and get some scores, brother. Brendan King on scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Let's take a deeper dive into the Fast 12 that will compete for the poll tomorrow afternoon from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. The first thing that jumps off the table, Arrow McLaren, all four of their cars are in the Fast 12. Felix Rosenquist, Alexander Rossi, Tony Kanaan, and Pato O'Ward. We saw incredible runs for each of those four. Tony Kanaan maybe had one of the most impressive qualifiers of the day that most people thought he was done, but he came back out for one more ride, posted a first lap of 234-plus, and that got him to sixth. In his third lap, though, Kanaan was on pace to take the first spot. That fourth lap just fell a little bit further. Chip Ganassi racing, plenty of them. Alex Pelot, Scott Dixon, Takuma Sato. Marcus Erickson all in. Team Penske's Will Power. Then A.J. Foyt, Santino Ferrucci, and Benjamin Peterson. Both Foyt cars in the Fast 12. Then, of course, Ed Carpenter Racing. Cannot forget about them when it comes to qualifying at the Speedway. Renus VK, who has started in the top 10 in every one of his 501 runs, he's got a chance at the pole tomorrow. Let's check in on some Major League Baseball scores. 
games going on right now. Not many, just getting going. The Red Sox and the Padres in San Diego scoreless. The Twins and the Angels no score in the first. Phillies just hammered the Cubs 12-3 today. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Wild day at the track, to say the least. A lot of things going on. Great speeds, lots of drama, lots of maneuvering, kind of day you'd like to have. The man who had the call on the NTT IndyCar Series uh, network uh, and Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network, the voice of the Indianapolis 500, Mark James. Mark, thanks so much. What a fun day for everybody today. Yeah, for sure, Coach. I mean, uh, I think the thing that what I found most compelling over the last two hours of the show is that we were having to follow two storylines. I mean, we had, as you well know, the Fast 12 tomorrow, which turns into right, the Fast right. 6, but we also have the last row shootout, and that's going to be among four cars because there were 34 entries. And quite frankly, we were having to keep track of both of those scenarios because the way the qualifying <laughs> line shook out over the last couple of hours of the right. show, we had people trying to get in, you know, that tried to keep themselves out of the last row shootout, but we had people trying to get into the Fast 12. So it was very compelling and very entertaining for sure. So Felix Rosenquist has one of those days, didn't lack drama. And overall, you're telling me that 230 doesn't get you in the top five. Yikes. Yeah, that's interesting. And uh, it's it, it just a, a phenomenal day uh, for, you know, a, a, a couple of race teams for sure. I mean, you and I talked about it last night and how good you should have felt going into qualifying if you were going to ask me. They backed that up. Certainly, Errol McLaren backed that up. But uh, I, yeah. I think the surprise story of the day is that uh, A.J. Point, who they made so many changes in personnel and so many driver changes over the past several years and everything, and now all of a sudden, you know, A.J. Point shows up in a place that, uh, he, you know, he won four of those. And, of course, the family is still reeling from the loss of his beloved wife. And uh, uh, right. they really gave A.J. a nice welcome back to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway with both of his drivers, Santino Ferrucci and rookie Benjamin Peterson, getting in the Fast 12 tomorrow. That's a tremendous story. Well, the Fast 12 tomorrow <laughs> – going to have to go a ways, I think, to beat some of the drama that you saw today, don't you think? Yeah, I think what it's going to boil down to more than anything else is that, you know, there's a theory sometimes that teams sandbag that they're not showing their hand or they didn't show everything today. Right. And quite frankly, it's the Indy 500, and you can't afford to sandbag. I think everybody got everything that they possibly could out of their race car today. And um, I, I think the ones that are in the Fast 12, happy to be in the Fast 12. Um, but I think Felix Rosenquist, as happy as he was to have the fastest lap of the day and do it so late in the day, he made it very clear. He said, yeah, fastest of the day is nice. He said, but I'm not satisfied with being in the Fast 12. I want to be in the Fast 6, and I want to sit on pole because of all the spoils and all the riches that go along with being on pole for the 500. Yeah, so that's what I think the con you're right. The concept of holding something back, there's no way you in this Indianapolis 500. And it's hard, number one, it's hard to get in. Not everybody gets in, as we know. And then there's you, people clearly don't understand. They make it sound like it's so easy to do. It's not easy to do. And um, 
Today's just a perfect example of that. The speeds, and we've talked about this before, speeds were really, really solid all day long. I mean, it is just, it's amazing uh, how quickly people were running today. Perfect day to do it, quite frankly. Yeah, and I think, you know, because of the fact it was so cool, I think people expected the speeds to maybe be a little higher. There'd be a few more 234s. Uh, but quite frankly, I think the wind impacted that a little bit. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, in terms of speed, we still have plenty of speed to talk about unless you're Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing. Uh, in the last gross shootout, uh, three of their four cars are slugging it out with Stingray uh, Rob for the final three spots. And believe it or not, the one-off, Catherine Legg, is the only Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan car solidly in the Indianapolis 500. It's Jack Harvey, it's Christian Lundgaard, and it's Graham Rahold, of all people, who are fighting with Stingray Rob for the final three spots tomorrow. That, too, is an amazing story. By the way, I'm thinking about naming my next child Stingray Rob. I mean, I, I love it. I just, I mean, I mean, that's legit. I mean, yeah. that's his real name. That's his No, I know. I, I understand. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. That is a, a unique name. Uh, people know who you are. He did a nice job, though, irrespective of that. He did a great job. But you're inc- you're unbelievably right. How ironic is it that, and we talked about it last night on the show, uh, the problems with uh, Ray, Hall Lang, uh, Ray Hall Letterman and the problems that Graham Ray Hall's had and, and the team, uh, that has to just be a crushing situation for them going into tomorrow. Well, I think the most frustrating thing, and we talked to our driver analyst, Davey Hamilton, about this. When you know that there's something wrong with the uh, with the car, uh, you right. just can't figure out what it is. And you've got three very experienced drivers there, very knowledgeable drivers who have competed for race wins at other tracks. You've got Bobby Rahal, who's won the Indianapolis 500, and the depth that they have and the talent they have in their engineering department. And, you know, you know when you, you were coaching, uh, if you got beat, you know, it, it was easy to figure it out. It, it might have been right. offensive rebound, defensive right. rebound, right. your inability to hit shots. But, boy, it's got to be frustrating when you know there's something wrong and you just can't put your finger on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm reading comments that uh, Graham Rahal makes, and, and the comment is, I don't know what else I can do right. uh, on the radio back to the to the crew. And th- that sums it up. That's a perfect way to sum up the frustration that they're having. Yeah, and it's uh, going to be a long discussion tonight. I mean, uh, uh, between those three cars. And, 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 you know, then the question becomes, I mean, you know, that, uh, you know, the, the Catherine Legg is, is solidly in the Indianapolis 500. But the, the situation, I wonder, is if one of those three do not get in because they get bumped out by Stingray Rob. What if Graham Rahal ends up being the 34th fastest car? Is there any chance they, you know, essentially take either Jack Harvey or Christian Lundgaard out of the car and put Graham Rahal in it? I don't think that'll be the case. I Mm. think whoever Mm -hmm. misses the show is going to miss the show. Yikes. All right, Mark Jeans, solid, solid day today. I know you've had a long day. I appreciate you staying up late. I wish you the best, and have a great day tomorrow, Mark. All right, Coach. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Mark. Mark Jeans, the voice of the Indianapolis 500. What a busy day for the uh, crew on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network. By the way, the best in the world. I mean, think about that. They are, they are the, they, that broadcast crew is the best.
But that event is the best. It's also the world's largest single-day sporting event. And as befits uh, something of that stature, you've got to have the best doing it. So if you head out to track tomorrow, it's going to be another great day. be a lot uh, hard to capture, hard to replicate that kind of activity. Um, what a what a nonstop day of fun race. You like racing? You were in the right spot because there was, again, literally somebody on the track all the time going around there at speeds, uh, record-setting speeds. You know, and as we've had discussions already uh, with, uh, with with Mark and with Greg Raystraw, the depth, if you will, so to speak. Uh, of these uh, speeds bodes well for an exciting, well, when is the 500 not exciting for heaven's sakes? I mean, let's be honest. It's always exciting. It's the greatest spectacle in racing for a reason. And so it's going to be another great, great race coming up next Sunday, next weekend. Speaking of, uh, we wrap up season number 29. uh, And then I'll uh, take some time off. Get ready to come back on August the 4th as we begin season number 30. Yeah, it won't be that long before we're talking about high school football. How about that? So it's been great to um, to do this this long. I will guarantee you when we started in 1994, uh, we weren't sure we'd be on 19 days, let alone, excuse me, 29 days, let alone 29 years. So, we're excited about that. Also excited about the remainder of our show. Scoreboard update coming up with Brendan King. Then we'll come back and talk some more racing, talk some baseball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Spots 13 through 30 determined today for the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500. We gave you the fast 12 as well as the last row shootout last update. We'll update you on everything you need to know about day two of qualifying coming up at 11 o'clock. But these were your notable finishes today when it came to 13 through 30. Ed Carpenter, usually you see him qualifying well. He just missed out on that fast 12 qualifying 13th today. The rookie, Kyle Kirkwood from Andretti Autosport, 15th. Joseph Newgarden was 16th. He went back out to his... He went back out to try and improve his time in row one, which means he had to sacrifice his prior time to have priority. Well, he fell back one spot, qualifying 17th. Ryan Hunter-Ray was 18th. Elio Castro-Nevis, 20th. He struggled with speed early, found a little something... And still got in the top 20. Colton Herta was 21st. I know that was a disappointment for Andretti. How about Callum Eilat qualifying 28th? He needed a brand new chassis in his car. So they, at literally midnight last night as we were finishing this show, they were hard at work in the paddock finishing that thing up. He got on the track today. Wasn't very good in the morning, but they made some adjustments, found some speed. R.C. Anderson was 29th. Again, the Fast 12 comes your way tomorrow. Schedule-wise... It is the last row shootout at 4, Firestone Fast 6 at 5.15. I'm Brendan King. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Last night we were joined by Steve Craw talking about high school baseball. Sectionals begin very, very soon. Steve Craw from IndianaRBI.com, the man in our state that knows more about baseball. He's literally forgotten more about Indiana high school baseball and college baseball than the rest of us collectively know. He's back again tonight, Indiana RBI's Steve Craw. Hello, Steve. Hey, Coach. Hey, did you get out and watch some ball today? Perfect day to watch it. Yes, I did. It was a little, a little, a little chilly. I watched a few games in the Jim Reinbold Colonial Classic in South Bend, South Bend Clay. I watched the first few games right. in that. Yep. It was a sunshine. There was sunshine most of the day. It was kind of nippy up in the north. Yeah. Needed a sweater last today, game, to be honest, watching, but, but it's still. Yeah, yeah. Well, one there you the, go. Sectionals begin. Yeah. Yeah, sectionals begin this week, yes. Uh, uh, Wednesday in some places, Thursday and others go through uh, Memorial Day. Last night you did a great job talking about 4A and 3A, and I, I unfortunately had to interrupt that conversation. Glad you could join me tonight. Uh, as we talk about 2A, 1A sectionals. And um, these are, I think, 1A and 2A. I mean, frankly, I, I think the, these um, all four classifications uh, are, are wide open, so to speak. There are multiple teams, I think, capable of playing for a championship, uh, 1A through 4A. And you talked about some of them last night. I think the same thing is true uh, on uh, you know 1A and 2A. I think so. In uh, in two A, you know, Providence is number two, and they've had six, you know they they've proven they can go to Victory Field and and win it. Um, Forest Park right, is number right. one, and they and they host their own sectional. Uh, Perry Central and North Posey might have something to say about them getting out of there, but they would be the uh, the favorites at the at the Forest Park uh, sectional. Evansville Modern Day. Um, they've they receive votes. They get to host their own sectional in two A, and then of course Providence has its own sectional, and they're the only team in that field that has a winning record. And then you look at Park Tudor, who's also a uh, sectional host, and Triton Central and Irvington Prep are having pretty good seasons, so they, they like to play spoilers there. You know what? It's uh, you talked about. You know, Forest Park. They've had a they've had a really solid year, uh, very consistent. You, you, you mentioned Providence. Obviously, what they've been able to do, uh, they've they've been a solid program for a number of years. And that's the beauty of one A two A is you have some teams who talk about tradition. There's some rich traditions of programs in one A and two A. Oh, absolutely. You you keep hearing about uh, Providence. Uh... Uh, modern day has had his success over over time. Uh, sure. First, you, you go down, you go down to one A, and you talk about Shackamack, and Shackamack might not have as many titles as everybody, but as far as overall success, they probably have as much as anybody, and they made you know make mm-hmm. deeper mm-hmm. runs more often than just about anybody in the tournament's history. So Shackamack is always dangerous, and they're in the White River Valley 
sectional, and Clay City was number one for part of the season there in that one, and, and so is Bloomfield. Clay City's number two in the in the poll this week. So what you're telling me is <laughs> there's a lot of parity in in that part of the state, southwest, southwestern Indiana, uh, on the one eight poll uh, is wide open, quite frankly. Yeah, I'd say I would say so. Bar Reeve is number one. Uh, Clay City two and Lafayette Central Catholic three, but the Kumpsas four, and they were they were the at the at the championship game at Victory Field last year, so they're they're back for uh, for more. Uh, they're at, you know they're thir- they were thirteen and seven coming into the week, uh, but uh, very good very good team. You know you, Lafayette Central Catholic just seems to to reload. They have their own sectional at one A. Mm-hmm. Riverton Park and Covington having pretty good years there in that field too. Um and to comes against the host its own sectional. Uh Westdale's having a good year there at Anderson Prep sectional and Union City uh sort of came uh, out of nowhere a little bit as far as these other teams are concerned and they're they're number six in the polls and they're at the Blue River Valley sectional at one A. So go out on a limb for me and tell me three or four schools that might be playing at, at uh, Victory Field in 1A and 2A. Okay, go out on that limb and saw it off behind me, huh? Why, why, <laughs> why not? I would never do that. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you would. I said that that would somebody else. I wouldn't. Yeah, well, it's all right. Place. You know, you know, you can count on me. I'll protect you. Okay, let's. Okay, if we're doing that, let's say Borden because Borden, you know, really made some noise last year, and Borden, Borden's a top mm-hmm. team in a very good program. So let's say, let's say Borden, and in one A, and then in two A, oh. it's about. Uh, I don't know if it's any kind of upset because oh, up here they made lots of noise and, and, and they think it's time to break through. And that's the satellites of South Central Union Mills style. There's a South Central in the southern part right, of the state right. that's good at baseball. But this is uh, this is South Central Union Mills. So they're, they're in the Port County. But, you know. Okay. I like this. Yeah, Illinois, Ileana Christian is – Top ten, and of course they won the state last year in two A. So, uh, right, probably have right. to clash with the likes of them before they ever get to Indianapolis. Yeah, I thought Ileana Christian was a great story last year. I mean, it did, everything about that, and they were they were legit. Now they were a solid, solid team. A lot of those guys are back. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, quite possible they could they, they, if things fall in their in their favor, could make another run at it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I uh, it was early in the year. I mean, we're talking about three, three, four weeks ago. Um, I went up there and I saw them split a doubleheader with Andrean. So it was the the defending three A and the two A champions playing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Andrean romped in the first game, but um, uh, Indiana Christian won the second game at Andrean. So yeah, they're they're very good. Um, a lot of people didn't really know about Ileana because Ileana, you know, was established in Illinois and just in, in right, years, right. 
moved to the Indiana side. They're in, they're in dire. Uh, they're just barely inside the Indiana line, and they play teams on both sides. And uh, uh, but the school's been around for for many many years. But it just hasn't been an IHSA school all that long. Okay, so we've got a last weekend the regular season, and then we just we start going next week, correct? Start going next week, and then of course uh, on the college side of things. Uh, you know we're fully in the postseason now because the the regular season ended today at D1, and so those all the D, the D1 teams play their conference tournaments this right. next week. Right. End of the week, the NAIA World Series for Taylor and Indiana Wesleyan. Uh, D2 uh, Indianapolis UNE they won their regional. They go into a super regional. D3. Franklin unfortunately lost twice in the region level, but they had a uh, uh, very uh. great season. Uh, yeah, that's you don't want to hear that, Coach. I know you're a uh, yeah. you, read, you bleed uh, navy blue and old gold. <laughs> that's right? right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I I do actually. Had, had hey Steve, I want you to Steve. Season. Yeah, Steve, I have to run. I appreciate you doing this. You know I do. Sure Let's try to welcome. catch up next weekend and see what's going on section a week. All right. Thanks so much, Steve. Steve Craw from IndianaRBI.com. Have a great school. weekend, Steve. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. And here is your qualification schedule. Tomorrow afternoon at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, things actually get started in the morning. There will be a short practice for the top 12 from 11.30 to 12.30. Of course, spots 10, excuse me, 13 through 30 determined today. So all of those cars, they don't have to do anything. They could just show up at the track and kind of be fans, teammates, for their respective drivers. So the top 12, Rosenquist, Rossi, Polo, VK, Dixon, Kanan, Sato, Award, Ferrucci, Erickson, Peterson, and Power. They'll have practice from 11.30 to 12.30. And then from 12.30 to 1.30 is the practice for the last chance qualifiers. That's Ray Hall, Harvey, Rob, and Lungard. Following that, 4 o'clock, last chance qualifying. Actually, top 12 qualifying will be before. That's from 2 to 3. The last row shootout for an hour from 4 to 5. And the day wraps up with the Firestone Fast 6 from 5.15 to 5.45. Should be a great day from the track. Let's check in with the NBA playoffs. Denver and the Lakers tonight. Denver maintains a 10-point lead. Four and a half to go, fourth quarter. Jamal Murray's got 33 points for the Nuggets. Anthony Davis, 28 points, 17 boards for the Lake Show. Late in the third period, looks like they're heading back to overtime. Panthers and the Hurricanes 1-1. They played four overtimes just a couple nights ago. Had no OT right now. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two save lives.org is their website. Sign up today, help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. No age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added. 
to the donor transplant waiting list. There are more than 1,000 Hoosiers waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. And by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Once again, driven to save lives.org is their website. Brendan King, great job on the school board update. It's been a long day. Are you tired? You running out of gas or you still got enough to get to midnight? Oh, I got plenty in the tank, coach. I actually got an, about an extra hour of sleep this morning, so that has done some wonders. Plus oh, the the Motor Speedway has some Yeah, the Motor Speedway has some terrific tea choices. So I made sure to pound a couple teas and I'm feeling good. All right. So uh how about our South Bend Cubs? Yeah. No, things are good, coach, because Cubbies beat the your Beloit Skycarp tonight 3-2, and that means, coach, oh. Right. With a record of 22 and 16, the South Bend Cubs, coach, are back in first place. How about that? Oh, oh, I, I listen, when the way it started, I wasn't sure we'd make it. Were you? <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I felt good. I mean, the worst we have been this year is third. Um, so, you know, I, like I explained to you last night, the minor league season split into, into right, two right. halves, first half, second half, and there's a playoff spot in each division for each half. So th- when we have won the championship two of the last three years, we've been the second-half team in both of those championship runs. We've never been a first-half playoff team. So uh, we actually passed Beloit tonight because Beloit had been the first-place team, but the 3-2 win over the Sky right, Carp up in right. Wisconsin tonight, we are a game ahead of first place. So that feels pretty good. How are they doing this without you? <laughs> well, I told them, let's see, when was my last game? I I said so long to them on Fair question Tuesday. to ask. Yeah, no, I said right. I said so right. long. I, actually, we won on Tuesday, and on the bus ride back to the team hotel that night, I said, boys, I got some business to take care of, but you keep kicking some butt, and they have been. So I think my words got it done. So did they know you? Do they know you're hanging out down here in India to track? Is that do, are they aware of that? Yeah, because we have a we had a lot of returners, coach, from last year's championship team. And coach, you know this right, for all the years that right. you coached when when you develop bonds and and relationships with athletes or you know sure, just friends in sure. general. Uh, you guys right. get you get very close, and right. I'm, I'm very close with a bunch of the guys on the team because we had the championship run last year. So I know a lot about them. They know a lot about me, and uh, it's a tight group. It's a lot of fun. Are there some race fans? I mean, it's hard to be a race fan when you're a baseball player. I mean, it's that's hard to do. But I got to believe some of these guys are probably jealous of the fact that you get a, get a chance to hang out at the track. Yeah, I don't. There's no, there are no Indianapolis guys on the roster. But our catcher Ethan Hearn, he is from Mobile, Alabama, so he is in the NASCAR. So uh, he is he has asked a lot of questions about the IndyCar world. Yeah, you know what? If you're not um... It's it's hard when when you know how it is when you travel and you, and you certainly you don't mention you're from Indianapolis but I, you know it, it's easier for me to say yeah I'm from Indianapolis rather than to say I'm from Franklin and then right. go through the explanation where Franklin is so yeah yeah I'm from, uh, I'm, I'm from Indy and and in, everyone knows this invariably people go hey do you go to the race well no but have you yeah I've been and all that and you try to explain it to people who aren't from around here. They uh, they're they're always intrigued by the enormity of the track. You tell them it, it's a two and a half mile oval, uh, and and that it's uh, literally um, the biggest. Sp- 
sporting event, single-day sporting event in the world, uh, it's hard for them to comprehend. It is. And well, Brendan, it, it is very hard to explain. Is, at, I know you're going to have a great answer. That's bad. That's bad radio on my part. Top of the hour scoreboard update with Brendan King. We'll come back and talk some more racing on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Chris Carter, Brendan King with me. Hey, Brendan King, if you're going to the track tomorrow, let's say you're a race fan. Let's just say that for some reason you've never been to qualifications and you go out to the track and you don't understand the concept. Walk everybody through what's going on tomorrow. We got Fast 12. Got the final row. We we have uh, drama within drama. So explain what's happening out there tomorrow, if you can, because you're going to be there right in the middle of it. So tell people what's going on tomorrow. Yeah. So of course it's a relatively new system, as you mentioned with the Fast Twelve, because it's going to go from twelve to six, hey, and then the hey, determination Brendan, for the poll. Brendan, ahead, coach. hang on a second. Uh, we we got to uh, – you're great, and you'll always be great, but you're a baseball guy. You understand this. The Hall of Famer, Howard Kelman's with us, talking about the Indianapolis Indians. Howard, thanks so much for the call. Great, great weather for baseball. Give me some great news about my favorite team. Well, the great news I can give you is that we had better than 12,300 people at Victory Field, Bob which is incredible with all the attention focused on the track this weekend. Yet the great crowd, mm-hmm. uh, two tough losses, though. Iowa won the first game 2-1. to one. Iowa oh, yeah. won the second right. game right. one nothing. Here's, here's the whole key, Bob. Sacrifice oh. bunting. Sacrifice oh. bunting in this day and age oh. in the DH. Tie game, right. <laughs> seventh inning, first game, leadoff walk. Sacrifice bunt the second base hit, Iowa wins. Second game, leadoff hit, sacrifice bunt, and the second base hit, Iowa wins again. The Indians had a chance to sacrifice bunt down by a run, first and second, nobody out in the first game in the last inning. They didn't bunt, didn't get the man over, and didn't score. Fundamental baseball. <laughs> it's that simple. You got to you got to you got to play fundamentally. You got to execute fundamentally. And if you do it, you win. You don't. You don't win. All right. So what's uh, what's the schedule tomorrow? Who's on the hill tomorrow? Quinn Priester against Ben Brown, a matchup of two fine young prospects. And Quinn Priester's been great for the Indians lately. He pitched seven innings Tuesday, won the game. He's been pitching very well. A 135 starting time. Kids eat free every Sunday at Victory Field, Bob. And this is the final game of the six-game homestand. 
while you're there at the game, and I need you to be out there, make sure you stop by the gift store, buy Howard's book, 61 Humors and Inspiring Lessons I Learned from Baseball. Indians drop a doubleheader. Howard Kelman, thanks so much for your time. Have a great day tomorrow. Bob, as always, thank you very much. Thanks so much. Sorry to Brendan King. We'll hear much more of him coming up throughout the remainder of the show. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up with the aforementioned Brendan King. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. One more hour on a very busy, busy qualification weekend. Lots lots going on in the world of sports. Who better to bring you up to date on what's happened throughout the day and will happen the rest of the weekend than the star of our show, Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the man. Terrific day today at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway where a record 87 qualify attempts were made on day one of qualifying from 16th in Georgetown. 87 total attempts. Again, that's a record. And it ended with this fast 12 at the top. Arrow McLaren's Felix Rosenquist and Alexander Rossi Rosenquist running a best four-lap average speed of 233.947 MPH. Rossi was just behind him at 233.528. Now, Rossi set that pace in the morning, and it carried into the late afternoon. We thought maybe it may stay like that all day. Then Rosenquist went. But to tell you about those two speeds, they are each top five all-time qualification four-lap averages. That means three of the top five all-time have come in the last two years. Scott Dixon last year, now Rosenquist and Rossi this year. Rounding out the Fast 12, who will compete for the poll tomorrow, Alex Pillow, Renus VK, Scott Dixon, Tony Kanaan, Takuma Sato, Pato Award, Santino Ferrucci, Marcus Erickson, Benjamin Peterson, and Will Power. Now, that's the good side. Top 12 qualifying tomorrow at 2. That turns into the Fast 6 at 5.15. The bad side, the last row shootout, Four cars competing for three spots. One of these four drivers will not make the Indianapolis 500. Graham Rahal, Jack Harvey, Stingray Rob, and Christian Lungard. One of those guys will not race. Three of those four drivers from Rahal, Letterman, Lanigan Racing. Now, of the four RLL cars, three of them in the last row shootout tomorrow, which takes place at 4 p.m. The other one... In Catherine Legg, she qualified 30th, literally the last car in there. So, as we look forward to tomorrow from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, spots 13 through 30 were determined today. Notables, Ed Carpenter qualifying 13th, Kyle Kirkwood, the rookie from Andretti, 15th, Joseph Newgarden, 17th, it was Ryan hunter Ray coming in at 18th, Elio Castroneves rounds out the top 20, he is number 2-0, Colton Herta, 21st, Callum Eilat, 28th. He literally needed his car re-put together yesterday. He needed a brand-new chassis. They worked overnight. He got out there, qualified for the race. 
So that is your day from 16th and Georgetown tomorrow. Okay, let's check in with some Major League Baseball scores right now. Third inning, Twins 3, Angels nothing out in California. These games are all final. White Sox over the Royals 5-1. It was the Tigers falling to the Nationals 5-2. Pirates fall to the Diamondbacks 4-3. The Rays got the best of the Brewers 8-4. In 10 innings, Yankees 7, Reds 4. The Cardinals edge the Dodgers 6-5 and postpone today the Guardians and the Mets. In minor league baseball, doubleheader between the Iowa Cubs and the Indianapolis Indians. Kyle Hendricks got a rehab start for Iowa in game one. I-Cubs took game one, two, one, game two, one, zip. The Fort Wayne Tinkaps defeated the Dayton Dragons 5-1, and the South Bend Cubs over the Beloit Skycarp 3-2. That means South Bend now in first place in the Midwest League West Division. NBA playoffs, the Denver Nuggets 119, the L.A. Lakers 108, which means Denver is up 3-0 in the Western Conference Finals. In the NHL playoffs, 1-1, the Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes back to overtime tonight. They played four separate overtimes back on Thursday, and they're in overtime right now. Absolutely incredible. Busy, busy day of sports action. Enjoy everything at the track tomorrow. Again, we'll recap everything that comes your way from 16th and Georgetown in just a little bit. I'm Brendan King. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brendan King, I'm sorry I cut you off before the top of the hour. Uh, Lakers lose again. Is that correct? Lakers lose again, Coach. They're down Yikes. 3 nothing now in the Western Conference Final. Yikes. Yikes. How about – how about – you know what? I, Denver doesn't get nearly the amount of respect it ought to, quite frankly. I mean, Jokic does, but I'm just saying, you know what? They're good. They're really good. Uh, inter- interest. It's interesting how this has played out. I mean, number one, who looks at Miami being where they are? Uh, and, you know, the Lakers were such a um, hard team to figure out until they made the moves late. Then they became a good basketball team. So it's one of those reasons why they play them, Brendan King. Just think about that. That's one of the reasons they play. Indianapolis Indians drop a tough doubleheader. Cubs get a win, right? So uh, we've caught people up on minor league baseball. We get everything going on, do we not? We got everything going on, Coach, and a pretty unique at Victory Field tonight. Game one of the doubleheader, Kyle Hendricks pitched for the I-Cubs. You do not see a lot of visiting rehab starts, but Kyle Hendricks made the flight to Indy, and as he works his way back to the Chicago Cubs, got the start tonight at Victory Field, so that's pretty cool. I think they have to be encouraged by that, don't you? And especially, I mean, he, he has to feel great about that. Uh, I think so, because it's actually funny, Coach. I met Kyle Hendricks for the first time at spring training this year. Funny enough, right. I was I was coming out of the complex from lunch, and he held the door open for me. I was like, that's Kyle Hendricks. And then I just introduced yeah. myself. Right. Like, hey, obviously, you know, Kyle Hendricks, he came to the Cubs still when my fandom was really – 
you know, more than working. You right. know, obviously, right. I'm still a massive Cubs fan, but I kind of got to keep the fandom to a certain level. But Kyle was one of the pieces that came in when I was still in high school and massive Cubs fan, as you know. So that was cool for me. But, yeah, I think the Cubs rotation not only needs a coach because they need a jolt badly, but also, I mean, Kyle Hendricks on this team, he is the only remaining World Series champion on this roster. So just wow. for morale yeah. purposes, for morale purposes, the Cubs could use him back. He's Brendan King. He's coming up every 15 minutes with scoreboard updates. Plus – uh, throughout the rest of the show. Brendan, thank you very much. Thanks, Coach. At the track today, a lot going on. To catch us up on that, Tony Donahue uh, with us, as he was last night. Tony Donahue, longtime studio producer for Indiana Sports Talk, and now he's just a guy who's all over the map. Everybody wants a, a part of Tony Donahue. From the Fans Place source and from Burnout Sports, Tony, what a wild day at the track. Record number of attempts, great speed, a lot of drama. Everybody had a fun day unless you were uh, uh, Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan. Yeah, and I think we knew kind of going in that, that Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing had a chance to um, have a multiple cars on that back row as we've come to find out it's three of the four right. and the one full-time entry in Catherine leg um, who who we kind of learned earlier in the week had the better of the qualifying trim when the cars were in the qualifying setup and you know Graham Rahal said it best He's, you know we're we're off of Catherine's pace and we're running exactly what she's running so uh, it's it is mind-boggling that's Indianapolis for you I mean you don't know what you're going to get it and, and and there's going to be a car tomorrow that sticks out in that final last row shootout. And there's going to be a car in that top 12 that makes a jump. And there's going to be a car that something happens overnight or is it right. down enough or is it warmed up enough? It's going to move some, 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 some drivers around. So yeah, not a good day for Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan racing. They're all three other full-time entries will be in that last row shootout. Then you throw in rookie Stingray Robin that as well. Um, it's, it's going to be tough. I mean, you've got Christian Lungard, trying to qualify for a second Indianapolis 500. Hasn't really adapted to the ovals. Has been really good on the road courses. You've got Jack Harvey, who, you know, in all honesty, is fighting for his career in IndyCar. He hasn't had the results that right. uh, he expected to when he jumped and moved to full-time after he left Meyer Shank Racing uh, to go to Ray Hall. They, he did not have a good first year with them. They changed him from the... 30 car over to the four, or from the 45 car over to the 30 car. Him and Lungard swapped entries. And it still hasn't been there. So, you know, I mean, I don't think that it is it, – some of it is on the drivers, but a lot of it is in the setup and in the car. And, and sometimes teams really rely on, 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 on the testing they do, and they really rely on the simulators and the sims that they use. And for whatever reason, Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan just hasn't been able to hit um, on these cars. And it's crazy. I mean, Bob, we are three years removed from 2020 – when Takuma Sato and Graham Rahal were the class of the field in that Indianapolis right, 500. Right. And it came down between those two drivers and Scott Dixon. Obviously, Sato wins his second. Graham Rahal finished third after his you know, his teammate Takuma Sato won yeah. the race. And since then, it's, it's been an uphill battle for Rahal at Atlanta Racing. So um, it's going to be a nerve-wracking day. I guarantee you, Graham hey, Rahal, Christian yeah. Longar yeah. are not sleeping tonight. Dude, so Tony. Hang on a sec. Tony, I need you to hang on, okay? We'll come back, talk some more racing with Tony Donahue.